0: You're listening to the Skylight Books Podcast. We're an independent general interest bookstore putting great reads in the hands of people in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles. Hosted by resident Skylighters, we're here to bring you new and exciting author conversations, group reads, and bookseller chats. Happy listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Skylight Books Crowdcast channel. My name is Nat, and I am your host this evening. We are so, so excited to welcome Jamila Rouser and Robin Smith to celebrate their new graphic novel, Wash Day Diaries, which you can get now at Skylight Books. Jamila Rouser is a Black, Puerto Rican, and Dominican award winning writer who enjoys creating comics for Black women. She also publishes comics by and for women of color and non binary people of color through Black Josie Press. Jamila was featured along with Robin Smith in Adweek's 2021 Creative 100 as a creator to follow. Jamila lives in Miami but reps the Bronx, and you can find her detangling her hair, reading manga, and doting on her two cats, Sage and Sapphire. Robin Smith is a Jamaican cartoonist known for illustrating DC Comics, Nubia, Real One, written by L.L. McKinney, and her mini comic, The Saddest, Angriest Black Girl in Town. She has an MFA from the Center for Cartoon Studies and has worked on comics for College Humor and The Nib. She loves cake and cats and holds on to dreams of returning home to the ocean. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank Thank
1: you, you. thank you.
0: (laughs) I am so, so excited to talk about this book and I figured the best way to start would be by giving any of our viewers or listeners a little intro into how you two met. Um, and you've been working together for a little while. So tell us how that started and then we'll talk about how that became Wash Day Diaries.
1: Yeah, sure, I could start. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I um, I wrote the script. Um, it took me a while to write the script because of uh, just a lot of insecurities and just like, who do you think you are writing a comic kind of thing. So. It took me probably two years to finish the script for, so Wash Day, actually, let me, let me rewind. Wash Day started as a mini comic, which is the first story in Wash Day Diaries, and it's 27 pages. And so um, that was my very first comic, and um, it took me like two years to write because I just was so anxious about like, is this gonna be good? Is it like, can I do these edits? All this other stuff, but. I pushed through and um, and I had a great editor, J.A. Michaelin. And then when I was done with the script, I I was in a position, which is very important, I think to share that I had a job at the time where I was able to help fund, pay an artist to create the comic. Cause I don't, I would not ask the artist to make a comic for free. Um, and so I had this extra income that would help me pay in advance for an artist. And so, which is like, you know, one of the hard things for writers in indie comics is like, how do you get the money to create it and and pay artists and stuff? So I um, I reached out to some folks that I knew um, and they were like either not available. And then, so I was just like on the hunt, kind of just looking around. I knew I wanted a black woman who had experience with Wash Day and understood like, the understood the assignment, understood what I't I <laughs> explain what wash Day was I didn't they would get it, you know and um and i um I knew I wanted it to be in black and white because i'm I really love manga and so I'm really drawn to black and white comics and um somebody could draw hair well and I had not uh, known Robin um and somebody just i literally found her through a retweet so. For those who think that, you know, like, retweet, you know, your favorite creators, retweet their work, it's super, like, literally I would not have found her if somebody didn't retweet her art. I mean, I probably would have. Or, like,
2: or get a Twitter. I didn't have one, like. (laughs) <laughs> oh. two months
1: before jimmy found me
2: Why?
1: i had two friends who were like you just get it you don't have I'm to do so anything i'm so glad just get it like <laughs> i would have found you eventually it's like <laughs> trust i would have found your work but i'm glad you got a twitter because that's where i'm mostly at and so it was around the time when like punching nazis like folks are out here punching nazis and stuff and it was just like can i can i curse like mild cursing it was like a it was like a cool looking. oh on here yeah on here oh yeah absolutely oh, okay yeah. yeah. Um, it was like a bad i just wanted to make sure it's like <laughs> a badass woman of um, and it said like finna punch a nazi and i'm like yeah um don't know how how much i can push the cursing and so i was like this art was beautiful <laughs> i started following robin i followed her instagram I like bought everything at her shop and she had the saddest, angriest black girl in town, um, her comic there. And I was like obsessed. I'm like, it has to be her. It has to be her. Like, this is it. So um, I eventually shot my shot and um, she said yes, thankfully. And I did it very professionally like, hey, this is a paid thing. This is what it's about. And um, I was very happy that she said yes. Um, and then she could kind of tell you um what it was like (laughs) on her side i (laughs) felt chosen (laughs) yeah
2: i had just graduated from um grad school so i was just i was working at the deli i was like okay you know what do i do now i had like a few freelance jobs um but they were all right and then i just saw this person like retweet my work and i was like who's this who's jamila rouser um and then i also like saw that she had like bought all my stuff from my store and i was like wow i'm so poor this is so nice (laughs) or i would have seen creepy (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny that you thought you seemed creepy when i was just like thank god (laughs) i was just like wow someone's buying all my work that's so nice and then i got your email with like the job proposal, like it was just an email to be like, would you be interested in hearing more? And I thought it was like, do you want the job? So I was like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then you sent me all the details of and you're like, think about it. And I was like, I already was like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I love, draw, hair is my favorite thing to draw. Like, again, all my comics like center, like black folks, I was just like, this seems like a match and I'll get paid. Hmm, so it was a very easy yes for me, and then over time, like we just started talking beyond work and we became really good friends. And we realized that, like, we just have a lot of influences in common. The kind of art we want to kind of like want to make is the same, um, which is why we're still working together now and why we like talk every day,
1: yeah, like we're (laughs) best and have matching necklaces. um, We we do, (laughs) we do, it says ride or die, it's just like the last, um. (laughs) story in the book and um yeah so she she was working on the art and I knew I was going to use kickstarter one of the things that I thought um one of the reasons that I thought I could even create or publish this comic self-publish this comic was because at the time or I mean still now but you know They're doing some little blockchain stuff. But um, Kickstarter was really great for indie creators. And I saw a lot of marginalized Mm -hmm. indie creators having a lot of success. And I'm like, well, I've been in the game as far as geek stuff goes for a while. So I felt like I had a good following. I knew I could put a good campaign together. And so I I was going to do a Kickstarter for the printing. And was very worried. Like it was a low, I knew I would make the goal, which was like 4,000. And, um, but I was just like, Are people going to want this. Like it's very niche. Um, I didn't really see stuff like this out there. And it got like so much press. Um, we got, it got like 15,000, um, was around the goal, end goal. And so, um, like people loved it and I was so happy because it's very it's a very quiet comic and that was all intentional because it was about routine or all that kind of stuff so yeah. that was really affirming um I think for me and Robin um and that was my first comic um and I guess maybe are you probably worked on some comics in school and stuff but um yeah that was it and it was just like one and done. Like I had no plans of making more or making it longer. I was just going to move on to other comics and then Chronicle hit us up (laughs) and we were like what? (laughs) You want us to do this, like more of this? Like for real? Because I never planned, I never even thought of like pitching this to larger publishers. Um, Even indie, larger indie publishers Mm because I did not see Mm -hmm this in their catalog anything similar to it and so I didn't even bother I was like I'm just gonna do it myself like I'm not gonna and and I was worried about them trying to make it more palatable for white folks make us accessible. like explain things accessible <laughs> and I'm not that so I'm like if you don't get it like you know you can google or whatever but that's, I don't, I really did not want to be in a position where I had to, 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 to whitewash my work, especially when it went about black hair, like, no, um, but yeah, they reached out and shout out to Sahara, the editor who mm-hmm. saw the wash Day Mini and believed in us and thought it should be bigger. And um, Juliet was a great editor as well and really had the freedom to do whatever we wanted like did not feel any kind of limitations mm-hmm. on it being too black or this or that like and I am really like grateful for that and um always happy to work with Robin like I'll work with Robin forever yeah never gonna get to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's kind of where we are now um yeah that's like kind of the 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 birth of, of Washaday Mini to now, like, mm-hmm. our, our bigger baby, Washaday yeah. life. <laughs> and then,
0: so, someone, a few things that we can pull from, from your origin story, and then someone uh, in the comments also called it a slice of life comic, like, when like mm-hmm. you mentioned that it's a quieter, calmer narrative, just everyday routine story. So, with the original comic being black and white, and then... Uh, once you started working on the color palette for this larger version, which is beautiful, um, each of our characters has uh, a bit of a different color palette to them. So how did you decide? And so we can kind of do a group question here of how did you get this color palette? And did like Kim's color come first because she was first or did you kind of, Once you figured out who these characters were, build a color palette around all of them, uh, because they are so distinct and their color palette definitely reflects their personalities a little bit. Um, So I'd love to hear about that origin in that sense.
1: I'll let you talk, Robin, and then I'll share my screen (laughs) and try to show some of the different color palettes. Uh, Sure. Yeah, I would definitely say that
2: um Kim's color palette came first and I think it mostly just came off of like the original cover that we had done um because Mm -hmm. it is in the yeah so that's like the cover of the mini and I was like well these colors are great (laughs) um we really love pink so I feel like pink as a starting point was really like easy um and then like sort of like pushing through and seeing like I guess Kim's color is more of a purple um and then thinking about who all the other characters are and then like Cookie is the only character like who had like you know some blonde highlights and then thinking like okay well and she is like a brighter character and mm-hmm. so her colors are more yellow and yeah like that's her popping up in Devine's story and oh and yeah was- this is her story um So, I mean, we definitely wanted, like, each story to clearly be about, like, just be centered around each girl, even though, like, um, they interact with each other in each other's stories. um, But, like, using color as a way to, like, divide up their own worlds and the way that they experience, like, life, just based on, like, the color that surrounds them, I think, was really important. And that's how we kind of chose the colors. Also, like, what Mm -hmm. colors would look really good together because they're all best friends. and and especially since all the colors in the end would like, they'd be next to each other. Um, (laughs) So I feel like we spent a a good amount of time going through different images and stuff that we thought like represented each of them and like had different color palettes and stuff um, that sort of reminded us of each character and that we wanted Mm -hmm. to play out more in the backgrounds. And um, also like, I would say the use of color palettes and like limited color is how you get a comic Done. Sometimes like thinking about like local color, like the true color of things in the world is really overwhelming. <laughs> so like needing to get um a graphic novel done and then using like a limited palette was really helpful too. So mm, I feel like mm-hmm. it just worked on every sort of like aspect that we needed it to. We need to get it done, we need to look pretty, they each needed their own color, and there's like all separate mm-hmm. stories. So Um, I feel like that those are like the four main things to us deciding what to do with the color. Um, Yeah, it was fun. It was my first time really like coloring a majority of a comic. I also have learned a lot from the two people who helped me color it, um, Casimir Lee and um, Bex Glendening. Bex actually helped me with Nubia as well. Um, And I feel like Bex has a real grip on color that I'm like, I'm just in awe of all the time and um, they really helped me with a lot of stuff too. And
0: yeah. then in uh, Nisha's story too, we have a bit of a different, like the, yeah. the styling, Different like, like
1: texture, just... the styling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So with <laughs> Nisha's story, it's, um, it's called group chat. And so I was, I had this idea for group chat for years. Um, like just the idea of a comic that is a group chat and visually like how I can, um, like how can we show, how can we really elevate the <laughs> feeling you get from like gossiping and spilling tea in a group chat with your friends it, in the common medium. Like I was like, it's gonna be so much fun. And so, um, when thinking about the different stories, I was like, I definitely want like sisterhood is a huge aspect of this story as well. And so I wanted to show like group chat. I was like, it has to be its its own story and tell a little bit about the character Nisha and her little boy drama that she's going through. Um, <laughs> and she's talking about the past. And so we wanted to delineate like how how do we how does the reader know like what's past and present? So like this is the present. And then Robin's watercolor is just gorgeous, anyway. And so Robin was like, I think you just decided like to use watercolor, right?
2: I was like, what, what kind of looks old? I don't know. What looks old? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and then you could see like, we have the text messages going on. Like I was really trying to like incorporate both worlds Um, And like, it just worked so well. I thought, like I wanted, I know group chats can sort of feel like overwhelming with like friends talking really quickly. So it was like, how can I like kind of have that go on but not be overwhelming for the reader. And so there's still a lot of quiet moments uh, and a lot of fun like gags that Robin like illustrated perfectly. Um, Like this one in the right hand corner, is one of my favorites where one character mistakes um, who this model is for a different model (laughs) and the character changes into that model. And he's like, what, like, what is going on? And then another character is like, no, the model from Dolce ad, and then he's like, changes back. (laughs) And like being able to to really like, just just get really fun with comics. and then we also have like the characters that show up, um, the girls that are in the group chat show up and they are not in the watercolor uh, because mm-hmm. it's they're live, basically. They show like <laughs> a really good one. Yeah, here's like a dramatic <laughs> one with yeah. them in the corner. Um, this is like so much fun to work on. This is when, this one and um, Bright Sider, my favorites, and they're mm-hmm. so drastically different. Um, I like them all, but those like one was like really fun to work on the other was <laughs> very sad to work on <laughs> um, <laughs> but um but that was that was the point of it. So yeah, I yeah. feel like you're really um, good
2: at like sifting through the chaos of a group chat and making it very hmm. clear in the script, which is hmm. why I mean, I love this story as well. It's one of my favorite. and just like all the visual gags, it's like, clear that the only way that the story could be told like this is with a comic and like I think that's what makes a good comic I mean not to be like wow we made such a good comic but you did did. (laughs) but I'm also like always here to be like Jamila is very (laughs) good at writing
1: comics and you are very great at drawing (laughs) comics (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I did really like even thinking about scripting um, like with this actually this is probably a good um, example of the we have some process pages in the very back sorry you got to go through this whole scrolling situation it's at the back of the book um here we go so like you'll see that this on the right hand side this <laughs> is a panel description for one panel and so like this is me talking to Robin about like how the panel's gonna look and I have like, I tons of reference images for robin so there's like links to them and then i just i have the flashback panel separate because i'm i try to make things like organized and easy to understand for the artist and with a group chat kind of comic where it's like past present narration dialogue chat there's so much going on so it's like how can i make this so she looks at it and understands it clearly, and isn't like what is going on. So, um, and then the dialogue down here. So this is just for one uh, panel, which is one of our favorite ones, where mm-hmm. Kim is like peeling back the curtain of the comic panel, and so here you can see Robin's thumbnails, um, and that the pencils, inks, and color, um, and how like that process went from script to to what you see there. Um, and so, yeah, that was my, I love that panel. Oh, that was, that's, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, since you got to, once you just like, once you found out and realized you were going to get to expand, um, you got to bring more people into this world, which was probably extremely exciting. But were you at, so what were the kind of emotions that came with that? I'm sure it was very exciting. Were you ever, like worried that you how are you going to pick three stories or however many more because there's so many more and how do you represent more people's wash days without leaving anyone out yeah. um and what were you also excited to be able to do with those other stories too because i i really love cookie's story oh. um and that you get to have like this beautiful ancestral lineage moment of her watching her this hair, mm-hmm. and uh, like that was so special. And so I, I figured that was, you know, something that was a great opportunity that having more space to tell this story allowed you both. So I'd love to hear about some of the exciting things and kind of where your brain went when you knew you got to have the
1: opportunity to do more. Um. I was very excited, but then I also panicked because <laughs> I was like, "What is? how am I going to make this bigger? Because when I created Wash Day, um, it was just for a, to be a one shot. Like I knew some of the background stuff that isn't in the comic, but it wasn't meant to be, that story wasn't meant to be a longer graphic novel, and I was like, how can I, I was trying to figure out how can I extend it without it feeling forced? Um, and while it's still making Wash Day a big part of the book, um, you know, like, are we gonna watch her every week do the same routine? Like, or is she <laughs> gonna get different? So I, I was like, you know what? Like, short stories. Like, it's a, it's easier to go into <laughs> as a writer, um, but it also. Um, it just made it I think it's easier to go into as a first time like kind of graphic novel, but I think it was like a, a nice, cleaner way to show and separate the different characters and their lives and show and highlight different hairstyles. Like one of the things that is really important for me for everybody to know about Wash Day is Kim's process is like her going through her natural hair. But we, me and Robert, are not anti any type of hairstyle. And so we're not like naturalista, <laughs> like, you know, like we don't care. Like, you want a permit, you want a wig, you want whatever, straighten that out, blow it out, silk press, like, do it, do what you want to do. <laughs> and I wanted to highlight that because I think it's so beautiful and amazing all the different things that we can do with our hair and that we do with our hair. So, um, it was thinking about, okay, what kinds of styles would be really um, one imp- I thought important to show and then would be really beautiful to show. Um, and what were did I want to include in the story? And honestly, a lot of the co- a lot of the comics are already ideas that I had for, that I wanted to make a a comic for anyway. Mm -hmm. I just had like the idea in my head, like the Abueliza story is a very legit personal story. Not the same exact way, Mm -hmm. but like personally, like it is a very (laughs) personal story for me. And so I knew I wanted to tell that story in some form. And so I thought with Cookie was the perfect way. And then I have anxiety and depression and I really wanted to bring, I, I really wanted to highlight that, especially how folks in the black community are still, um, you know, don't take it seriously with like mental health and medication and therapy. And um, that's why Devine's was, you know, I got to focus on, on that, but also show like, you know, sometimes your friends like don't really help you in the way that you need. And it doesn't mean that they don't love you. It just means like, they don't quite get it and um, and like the, co- the complexities of that and not having it solved and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the group chat, I had been like, just chatting with my girls. I really am like an observer. Whenever I'm like back in New York where I spent most of my time and I'm with my friends, I'm really just like taking notes like, of <laughs> like, oh my God, like this would be such a good thing to put in a comic or just like being in a group chat and I'm like, I want this energy and feeling in a comic, I want people to feel this. Um, and so I kind of just like went to my messy Google doc of story ideas and was like, what could fit in this? And then what kind of characters uh, do I want to add that would work in the friend group? Um, and so it was a bit of like stuff that I wanted to write about and I was like, this is my opportunity and it's going to be with Robin. So I know it's going to be like, <laughs> Fire. Like, like it's gonna be great. Like, it's, <laughs> like if it's a, it's in good hands, and um, and and the the hair, the hairstyles. I was like, ah, oh, box braids, like such a long and tedious process. And I know a long and tedious process to draw. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and giving Robin a chance to draw different types of hair too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, Robin, if you wanted to talk about like how you approached like that from. Poor old Kim. We gave her so much hair to detangle. <laughs> I know it did feel kind <laughs> so of bad. Hair. I was I like, her like, arms I are so, tired. I feel so bad for her. I'm like, it's for the story
2: girl. <laughs> um, just getting to um, it was very meditative. Um, getting to draw each girl's like hair or like hair process. Um, even like Cookie doing her um grandmother's like rollers. It was just like. It was almost as if I was doing their hair because I was like drawing it. Um, also, like the amount of sort of like not research, but reference needed and having to like watch videos and like watching mm-hmm. the videos that Jamila would send me and being like, okay, this is the method. Like, this is how, <laughs> this is how like someone would like approach it. Or,
1: um, sorry, I'm so distracted by the cat. <laughs> Hi, Benson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That was a best. My cats thing. are locked in a room because they would probably <laughs> shut this like this, <laughs> like I can't I can't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> um but
2: yeah, just getting to be very like even more reverent, mm. you know, of like the process and certain processes that I don't undergo like personally, but like um, like I've put in braids before but I've never like like put on a wig or anything like that and like what's involved in that and like how do you keep them all like I have a friend who like had a wig like collection in college so like we I like hit her up immediately and I was like how do you do this how do you keep it? like she sent me all these pictures I was like okay great you know just taking the time to learn more about like not only my own friends but like other individuals and like how they choose to take care of themselves and then try to replicate that
1: um, and make it specific
2: was really great.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched a ton of YouTube videos about lace fronts because I have never like worn one. And I'm like, I have to at this point, Um, (laughs) but I can't corn roll my hair like Devine. So somebody got to come and (laughs) corn roll my hair. (laughs) (laughs) And that was something that I thought was like, would be funny. is to like, there is just like, I, I can't cornrow my hair or as Robin would say cane row. And I would really like to like, like even the differences in like culture and like how we talk about things like braiding versus plaiting um, mm-hmm. from, you know, Rob being from Jamaica, I'm just like oh, cane row is the first time I heard anyone <laughs> say that was Robin. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Um, and so even like that, I was just like learning more. Um, I was like just a person and I thought that was really cool
2: yeah I remember the first time I heard cornrows and I thought people were just pronouncing cane weird I was like <laughs> okay this is the accent, American accent is strange yeah. <laughs> but then I like really thought about it and I was like I get it now
1: <laughs> yeah there's a lot more corn over here than sugarcane and vice versa <laughs> so <laughs> makes sense I thought that was really interesting um the grace
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then uh christine has a question for us as well she said nisha gets herself out of her awkward situation by claiming period how did you come up with that and also goals
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that was so hard to figure out how to get Nisha out of that situation? Um, and I was like, I mean, she really just
0: left it.
1: She, I'm just like, left what? Um, they don't really <laughs> understand what happened. Well, like cis hetero, like boys are dumb. Like they don't, they don't know what's going on <laughs> down there. And so I was just like, what could be something that they would um, not question and feel like they couldn't question, and she could just like zip out of there like Mm -hmm. it could have been a simple a family emergency but i thought it'd be a lot funnier if it was like i don't know her period Mm -hmm. like she felt it happen because you know sometimes you could like uh i think i think it started let me go check (laughs) but they don't know that and so i was just thinking um And there's that like part in Mean Girls where the girl was talking about like using like a bit like extra long pad and how she like bleeds. And I was just like, yeah, it's gonna be gushing everywhere. It's look like a murder scene. And so I just wanted them to kind of be like scared and like, okay, girl, just like do your thing. We don't know what's going on. Um, But yeah, Nisha was not prepared for that. And um, she had to get (laughs) out of there ASAP. So that was uh, that. That was what I decided to be. Period. And I love how oh, the th- the thumbnail is, is like blood dripping. Is like oh so yeah, cool. um, <laughs> yeah. That was. And that then was
0: great. we've got another question here. The climax of the story is such a robust bringing together of all of the story elements. What was the process of figuring that out like?
1: Um. It was, it was difficult. The like getting the, before I was even writing the script um, like proper and figuring out the different stories and how they interconnected. Hey, Buttercup, I worked with Buttercup. They are an amazing Mm -hmm. artist. Um, And so it it was, I tried to make sure that like a friend was in each of the comics or in each of the stories. Um, and they feel self-contained. Like I, it was really important for me to feel like they could be stand, read standalone and you don't need to know like anything. Um, I think maybe Ride or Die could have been the hardest one to read standalone, but still would have been fine. But um, I'm influenced heavily by Jose Manga, which I like always mention and uh I would read a lot of short stories by a lot of Jose mangaka and um short story collections and sometimes there'd be like the same characters in it but they were just standalone stories and I really um liked that but I wanted to challenge myself um to try to create this kind of it's like it takes place of like a week or so like I like knew each day everything was happening Mm -hmm. like I had to make sure like okay the the bright side happens on a Wednesday and then this happens (laughs) like it's very like a specific whole kind of thing I want it to be really such a slice of their life like Mm -hmm. the whole book is still a very short period of time and like how can I show like the brevity of like their love and friendship but also their hair, like the complexities that go with getting your hair done and everything. So it was definitely a challenge. It was a lot of like, um, you know, drafting, rewriting, like this is not going to work. Cookie's story uh, was probably one of the most difficult ones because I'm very much the person who doesn't like to explain things um, in comics. So you'll notice like There's no thought bubbles um, because I really, at least for now, and like in this story, want the reader to kind of judge for themselves and not give them too much um, or no like narration except for group chat. And so um, it was like for Cookie Story, I didn't at first include what the drama or trauma was between the grandparent or the grandma and the editor was like, girl, you got to give them something. I'm like, you right, <laughs> you <right." laughs> So I'm like, let me add a little thing here and there. Because it's like, okay, like there's a point where you go too far and you don't give them too much. And it was the same with actually Devine's story. Like I didn't want to say why she was depressed because for me that wasn't important. It was that she was depressed and I wanted to focus on that. But they're like, just give them something. I'm like, okay, like that, that is helpful. But I didn't want it to be a distraction. So it was this balance of like, trying to like, each story is very niche, but it's such a broad theme that I think they all encompass. And that I think the ends just like sums up so nicely, like how close they are. Like, it's just like the gathering of the story is just kind of like come together. Um, and you see all the girls together and you feel how close they are and you see it and physically see it. Like, it's very important for me um, for people to see how physically comfortable they were with each other Um, because that's how like me and my friends are and the ups and downs and the, the laughs and all that kind of stuff and the love that they have and so like what I wrote like I couldn't like the way Robin put it to page was like this is like beyond what I imagined like like it's just it, like working with Robin is just like okay. I think this is like okay script, and then I see the art, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, how did you get that from my script? <laughs> like, what? You're a good and writer. Then, and, then, and then adding like so much to it, like in the background, like it's just like level level up. Like Robin's truly amazing, and it's so great to write with her uh, or to work with her. And leaving like getting seeing new artwork was so exciting. And leaving her feedback is so exciting. Because when I leave feedback, I just kind of do, like, a, a live, live <laughs> feedback. Kind of, like, so I'll have, like, all caps, exclamation marks. Like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Oh, look at that booty. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <sighs> oh, and then I'll be like, oh, I love the shadowing, like, that you did here. Or, like, actually, the way I wrote this in the script is not working. Let's switch this up. So it's full of that. Um, so I hope it I is. Love
2: it. It. Uh, yeah, I love I
1: need it. Want, yeah, I want her to feel how excited and, and, and beautiful it is, um, and not just like, change this, change that. I think it's <laughs> what most more writers, I don't know what they do, but if they don't, they should. Um, period. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that answered it. It was another... difficult, but I made it work. Yeah, <laughs> and then Buttercup
0: had another question that kind of goes off of that as well. Um, for Robin, you did a great job oh, of including exhaustive background elements. <laughs> what was the research and reference stage like for that?
2: Um, I feel mm-hmm. like Jamila did a lot of the reference image hunting and I was <laughs> like, oh, thank God. I, uh,
1: <laughs> your work is hard. So I try to do more, <laughs> but I try to do as much as possible to make Robin's life easier, which is still not going to be easy, but, you know. Um,
2: no, you make it so much easier. You, like the reference folders are organized. I'm like, wow, I could never, my like references are all just like a block of images in my recent, on my phone.
1: And I'm just like, wait,
2: when was I drawing that again? Like, I still have reference images from Nubia that are like further up. And it's just like a block of pictures um <laughs> but mm-hmm. apart from that i mean i just i really think that the more detailed something is is the more real it seems like people think a lot about like what they surround themselves with and like mm-hmm. um particular so i mean i think i feel like i think way more about like people's homes and their rooms and like the girls hanging out in each other's houses and like what those those spaces look like and then outside i was like oh, city um <laughs> uh, <laughs> So like, it was, a lot of that was just like Google maps, (laughs) then looking around on Google maps and I'm like, I was doing that too. Like, what are the extra things that I forget about that exist? Oh, Mm. trees, lampposts, um, sidewalk, extra, (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like the extra bump (laughs) on a sidewalk, the the wrapping, I don't know, the (laughs) Um, curb. Yeah. i don't know i'm gonna say yeah the curb just a lot of like extra details that exist that i don't think about personally um unless like like i really love drawing the inside of people's homes so like mm-hmm. when the girls are all in the living room and like hanging out and i'm like so i, I love drawing that kind of stuff And that's, um, uh, that's not my cat what oh wait it's
1: not Yes. Oh, it's your cat? Oh my God, we He's all got right. cats? Right I love it. <laughs> oh here. my God, cat lady. <gasps> What's your cat's name? His name to is know. Odin. Odin! Nice. Odin. Odin.
0: Yes.
1: Come here. Odin, Odin is Odin. loving this. You're interrupting
0: this and then you won't panel.
2: come here. Odin. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Odin agrees.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll draw cats. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bodega cat. Yes. Ha yeah. that was like a must. Yeah. And then like sleeping on bread. I'm like, it has to be yeah. squashing bread because it's soft and it's just like you never want Squishy the bread, bread to get squished. It. <laughs> what's what's the cat gonna do? Whatever it wants to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just and a lot of fun. I, didn't,
0: yeah. I did have another question that or a uh, curiosity. Um We definitely didn't need to see Malik's face because he doesn't matter, but the choice not to include it, um, I'd love to hear about that, whether it came from the script or collaboratively, um, because you see, I think you see him from behind first, but then you just keep that sort of shadow over the top of his face. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't want to see him anyway, but also I'm like, who is this guy?
1: Yeah. yeah, that was all Jamila's decision. It was I was like uh he's not important. Mm-hmm. Like he is in what he represents, but not. Yeah. Like I was I felt like also adding a face to it would kind of change how I I wanted people to react to um Kim's situation with him and kind of make him Represent more than just an individual, but just like a you know a toxic situation that can happen with you know people in relationships, and so um, yeah, very Jose. Um, yeah, I was very just like we don't uh-uh, we don't care about Malik. So it was really I was like oh, I wonder how hard that's going to be for Robin. So I tried to like think of ways um, that it would work. Well, and not feel awkward or like look awkward, but I think Robin did an amazing job. And, and it was very much like a lot of this book, a lot of the things are very much like representational. Is that a word? It is, it is now. Um, is today. They, they represent something bigger than they represent something bigger. And so, I tried to make take out some of the specifics. Thank you, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> um, I try to take out some of the the specifics so people don't get too focused on that because I want even like Kim's like reaction and how she deals with or doesn't deal with the situation with him. And something that was really like specific to something that happens with me a lot where I'm like, I'm having this bad interaction with a black man. And this is actually when like, when I was writing this is interesting cause I've had several interactions where I was like, I should report this black man. But I also like, do I want to be a part of that? Do I want to, I'm not trying to call the police. I don't mm-hmm. want them to lose their job but they did something they shouldn't have done. And just like the whole systematic racism in in America and the world and like, how am I like, you know should I give them a chance? Like, do I... like all of that is something I've, Battle with, and I don't really have an answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when Megan Thee Stallion and Tory lanes, that mm-hmm. whole situation was happening, and I really felt for her because it was like I was like, "This is," and I was writing this, and I was like, "This is." I want this dilemma. I want to show this dilemma, even if it's very in a short conversation with her friend. Like I don't really know what to do. Like I don't want to get. I don't f with the police, and you know, do I? Even though he's doing something bad you know, what is he gonna receive a penalty or something that is w- may, way worse than way, what what could be deserved. All of that, that goes through my brain. Mm-hmm. I have the challenges with that and I wanted to kind of show that and also show like, it's not, even if Kim can't, you know, figure it out, she got her friends to back her up and um, and support her and make sure she's safe. You know, like, who do we got to call? If it's not me, I, so I got to call cousins, brothers, uncles, like, listen, we will work We will work with the community yeah. to make sure this gets solved. <laughs> so um, that was a bit more about Malik's situation and Kim. Um, and not giving details, but just showing, like, this yeah. is getting serious. Like, she is uncomfortable and she's kind of scared. And that's mm-hmm. all you need to know, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, the friends came through with their fight and pose. And oh, I love that <laughs> piece so much. Um.
0: <laughs> and then if you had the opportunity to, hello, Chronicle, wherever you are, if you're listening, if you had the opportunity to uh, to show us more Watch Day Diaries, what uh, what other stories you feel like you either – didn't get to tell because there are so many, like you said, there's so many different types of wash days. Um, And what, after writing these four, immediately came to mind where you think, I wish I could have included that, I wish I had that Mm -hmm. one, like this is next on the list, or it's an idea, like Jamila, that you said you've had kind of uh, packed away for some sort of story that Mm -hmm. could be incorporated into a wash day. Juliet Look
1: really at wants Juliet. to Juliet, listen. <laughs> I also sent sure an email Juliet. But honestly, so the next story that I want to do with Robin, I'm not going to tell y'all. I'm going to say that. Oh, well. I'm not going to tell y'all. I'm going to say that. Oh. <laughs> um, you're not going to get the details just because it is something that I think will exist whether it is with these girls or it whether it's with other characters but it is a comic that Mm -hmm. i want to do with robin and that we will work on a lot more collaboration from like the story part and not be just like you know writing the script and like hitting her up throughout but like um she (laughs) will be a part of of a lot more of the story building um It could include these girls very easily because it's going to be a group of friends. Um, But that is all I will say because if it's not these girls, it's going to be another crew. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I, like, listen, I'm me and Robin, we were in TCAF and talking about this next story, which probably won't come out for a while. We were just so excited about it. And so, like, we were just so hyped and, like, uh, so. I'll be and Juliet and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I really can't. I, I don't want to just cause I, it's gonna exist and it would give away so much. Yeah. Just the like theme of it would give away so much. Um, but I, I think it would, so there's that story. But if I wanted to stick with hair, um, I think it could still, it could still work. Um, I could still incorporate hair in this new story the other story doesn't focus on hair as much but it could um and it wouldn't feel too forced um actually be interesting to do that thinking about it now but (laughs) i told you a lot of nothing so i'm (laughs) sorry (laughs) basically we got ideas and i think um i think i'm really excited about them and there's there's things that i haven't seen um, and that is what makes me really excited um, especially in comics particularly mm. in comics um and i want to work with robin again she i'm telling you you're gonna <laughs> 30 years from now we're gonna be like yeah in our new book <laughs> I believe. <laughs> it.
0: and then another question that i love to ask everyone is uh is there a either medium or um format or even just like some genre of story that you haven't told yet you would like to tell for, and for whatever reason you haven't had the time to write it or draw it or figure it out or you're not sure if you could pull it off and there's like a little bit of fear there but you really still want to try it
1: Robin
2: oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm really interested in like um just the barely supernatural. So something mm. that's just a little odd, not something mm. that's like fully based around. I don't have like any- Like a little bit examples, of surrealism.
1: But just, yeah, but like a little, maybe like how surreal. Atlanta is. <laughs> I
2: haven't Atlanta. seen Atlanta. Oh, never, but, okay. um I guess thinking just about like, is someone's perception of something different? Mm. Like mm. that's how like I perceive it, but someone else thinks it's weird, you know, just mm. like, something just a little off it's like almost borderline horror but i'm e- easily scared so i don't watch horror mm-hmm. things um so it's like i want to like dip my toe just barely um i like haven't i've just kind of written like a paragraph but that's I like all this paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's uh, like We'll see. But that's, like, sort of something I, like, far future. I feel like for now I'm strictly, like, illustrator, work for hire, girl. (laughs) Um, But um, freelancer. But when will my own book come out? I don't know. Not for now. But
1: we'll see. (laughs) I love that. Um, My, I love horror. Like, that is my probably my favorite genre in, like, film and television every weekend's when it's time to watch a movie with my fiance, I, it's going to be a horror movie. Like he knows and he accepts it. But mm-hmm. like, because I feel like even if it's not good, it's still going to be entertaining. I love mm. love horror, but I've never like I'm kind of scared. When you were talking about like that, you you feel like you may not be able to do like I'm kind of scared of like writing horror, like especially in comics form. Um, I haven't read a ton of comics horror. Um, you know, I've done some like Junji Ito and stuff like that. But like, I hor I love, I get scared easily. I get nightmares. Like it's the whole, but I love feeling uncomfortable. And, um, every idea I have is usually very slice of life, um, and real world based. I get very anxious about <laughs> like creating a new world, um, and. You know, I did Real Rel with Buttercup, who is in in the chat. And um, that was a short 12 page comic, but the world is so big. And then I want to expand on it, but I get so anxious because I'm just like, uh, I got to make new things up that don't exist. Um, And with horror, I'm like, is this going to be scary? Like, so I do want to eventually get into horror uh, comics because I am obsessed with horror. Like that's literally all. Like, I just, like, when it comes to film, like, movies at night, like, I just, I, I love it so much. I love being scared and uncomfortable. Um, so it would be that. But I don't know. I don't have any stories. Although I could, like, turn some of my nightmares into some, some <laughs> horror. I've had some very dr- nightmare within a nightmare within a nightmare, horrifying nightmares that I wake up screaming or I like hit my fiance in his sleep, <laughs> like again, and I keep watching these things. I love this. So
0: oh, Buttercup's got an idea for you.
1: Yes, listen, That's more. That's yeah. wild. Well. Say less. Hi, Buttercup. Um, <laughs> it would be. It would definitely so be more. It's so different from, and I love gore too, and like, like the like the visual, like visual gore in, in comics and stuff. So. Very not what wash day is, but um <laughs> we'll we'll see.
2: <laughs> one and day. then we have
0: one last uh, question that is not a question from mm-hmm. Maya, who just wanted to say how much she loves and admires Jamila and Robin and oh, her I wallet is ready for <laughs> whatever <laughs> comes next from both of you and for anyone else in our chat and our lovely viewers and listeners, if you haven't gotten a copy of Wash Day Diaries yet and your wallet is ready, you can (laughs) grab one from Skylight Books. We have plenty for you on our shelves. They're on display. When you walk in the door, if you're local, you can click the button at the bottom of your screen, the big shiny green button to order your copy of Wash Day Diaries. And if you know someone, which I'm sure you do, who would love this conversation, you can find this event available for replay at the same link that got you here in just a few minutes once we close up. So thank you again to Jamila and Robin for joining us to talk about wash Day Diaries. And we hope to see you all at Skylight or again virtually very soon whenever these two have some new stuff for us to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: thank you. Thank, thank you so you much, so much. <laughs> a lot of fun. Thank you. Both. For thank you everyone.